I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hello, my friends. We are back with another episode for you. Now for this one, I really want you to dig deep into your thoughts. And at the same time, I also want you to, to be honest with yourself, you know, 100% honest with yourself, because what I want to talk to you about today is to do with emotional eating. And really the only way that you're going to be able to get away from this addictive habit is to admit your truths. As far as I know, a lot of people have gone through this whole emotional eating thing. You know, whether you've done this in the past or whether you're currently doing this now, everybody at some point will fall victim to emotional eating. Whether you recognize it or not, it, it's something that you will do. And, and the reasons for doing it usually is because you're either feeling unhappy about something or stressed. You could be bored, feeling lonely. And let's not forget, sometimes you could be too content with, with how your life is. And, and that's causing you to, to emotionally eat as well. Now, most people I know love and enjoy eating food, but when you're actually using it to mask things, you know, especially problems and how you're feeling, then your love of food moves on to a completely different level, you know, one which is not healthy. So when it comes to emotional eating, you do it because you are trying to escape from how you feel. The food becomes a bit like a drug. It reacts in the same way that a drug would. And, and when I'm talking about foods, I'm not talking about the healthy stuff. I'm speaking about, you know, the kinds of things that I mean, the, the chocolates, the potato chips, the, the cookies, you know, all of those things that you know are not good for you are the things that are going to provide you with that dopamine hit. And when you're feeling a certain way, whether you're bored, whether you're fed up, whether you're stressed, whether you're feeling sad or you feel angry about something, you just want to be able to deal with how you're feeling in the quickest way possible. And when you're reaching for these foods, it's a quick and easy way to shift you away from, from how you're feeling. You know, it doesn't take long. And it's so easy to get caught up into this, this kind of trap because your brain now goes into autopilot. It knows what to do. Every time you feel a certain way that you're not happy with, or you're looking for a way to escape from how you're feeling, your brain automatically goes into autopilot and it will lead you to the kitchen fridge or your kitchen cupboards to dig out some of the most worst foods that are in there in order to give you that dopamine hit. And like I said to you before, habits, whether they are good habits or bad habits, habits will stick. So the more that you keep reinforcing this habit of reaching for foods that you know that you shouldn't be eating just to get that quick hit to take you away from how you're feeling, 
All you're doing is strengthening that habit. And the more you strengthen that habit, the more difficult it is to break that habit. You know, it's a lot more challenging. It's a lot harder to break away from it and get out of it. You know, now I don't like to preach to people about certain things without giving a few examples of what I have personally gone through in order for anything that I say to be effective to you. So I have to be able to offer you something that you can relate to and realize that I'm human just like yourself and to show you that, that yes, I too have gone through some of these things or most of the things that, that you are dealing with right now or perhaps struggling with. I know in the past that whenever I have felt stressed or unhappy about something or just, or even bored, my go-to foods were, were sweet things. And if I didn't have them in the home, I would literally go out and, and buy them, you know, and 100% of the time, you know, I knew that I was eating these things just to make myself feel better. But the hardest thing was I didn't know how to, to make myself stop. I didn't know how to break away from it. That's one of the most difficult things when you know that what you're doing is wrong, but it's difficult to break away from that habit. Like I said to you earlier, your brain goes on to, to autopilot. You're too busy getting that dopamine hit that you get from eating these foods that are no good for you, that provide you with that instant hit. And the one thing that I found was not only was I emotionally eating once a day or twice a day, this would happen several times throughout the day and several times throughout the week. You know, after eating these foods that were supposed to be giving me this hit and make me feel better, at the end of it, I felt no better. You know, my mood hadn't shifted. Whatever problems I had were still there and I was still feeling the same, if not worse, to be honest. You know, so after realizing that, I developed a technique to try and put a stop to this, this bad habit that I had. And the reason why I all of a sudden needed to develop a technique to stop this is because, as I said before, I wasn't feeling any differently after eating these foods. You know, I felt worse. I was doing it frequently throughout the day. And then on top of that, a lot of these foods that I was eating were causing me to gain unnecessary weight, you know, a few pounds, nothing too excessive, but I noticed that. And so I decided to change the dialogue that I had in my head. Because I'm sure that you know, the moment that you get the thought in your head of wanting to eat something that you know that you should not be eating, you start having all these conversations going on in your mind, you know, and usually the conversation is swaying towards why you should have that piece of chocolate cake or why you should be able to eat that entire whole bag of potato chips, you know, that kind of conversation. And what I did was turn things around. Instead of justifying why I should be allowed to, to eat that, that chocolate bar or to eat those cookies or to eat those potato chips, you know, the one of the practices that I d developed was catching myself early enough, you know, when I was about to go through that whole emotional eating thing, 
So from the moment that it was just a thought in my head, you know, even to the point where I've actually physically have my hand on that food, ready to eat it, I would stop myself. And I would have a conversation with myself, not in my mind, I would have my conversation aloud and I would ask myself, am I hungry? Am I using this to escape from how I'm feeling? Am I going to feel any better afterwards, you know, having eaten this, this cookie or the entire packet? The reason why I chose to have the conversation aloud is because it's almost like having a conversation with someone who is there in front of you. It's a lot more powerful when you actually speak your words aloud. And, and so therefore it's going to have more of an effect. So yeah, it sounds crazy that you're speaking aloud, you know, you're speaking aloud to yourself, but trust me on this one, it does become a lot more powerful rather than keeping that conversation trapped into your head where only you can hear it. And I can honestly say, if you do this frequently enough, you do this enough times, catch yourself every time you even think about eating something, or even when you're walking towards the fridge or the cupboard, there will come a time where you will reduce the amount of times that you're doing it to the point where you will come to a stop where you will no longer do it. Because as, as I said before, now you've developed this habit of challenging yourself every time you catch yourself about to eat, you know, eat those foods or eat based on your emotions. Now that's become a habit, one which is being strengthened each time you put it into practice. And you can apply this method to situations where you are even outside of your home. You know, for example, you could be out with a friend and the two of you, you know, are just out talking, maybe going for a walk or something. And then maybe your friend becomes hungry. And it is easy to fall into that trap of, well, they're eating something. So I might as well be eating something. Again, what do you need to do? You need to have that conversation with yourself. The whole thing with having that conversation in your head, you know, asking yourself, am I hungry? Do I really need to eat this? Would I only be buying food because my friend is eating? You need to keep on top of that because the more you keep reinforcing that, it will help put it to a stop. And, and one other thing, hold yourself accountable because there will come a time when you, you're out with your friend, they want to eat something but they will only eat something if you were eating something as well, because they don't want to eat by themselves. Hold yourself accountable. Don't go blaming your friend if you decide to eat something when you know that you are not hungry or you're only doing it because they're eating. You know, that's not on them. They, they may have set you up and put you in a position to, to eat because they're eating, but then you have the final say. You know, so, so don't blame it on, on your friend. You need to be accountable for your own actions. You know, as long as you keep asking yourself those questions, am I hungry? Do I really need this? Am I going to feel like rubbish afterwards? Then you know that it's going to be a lot more easier to keep yourself 
in check and on track. You know, when you're asking yourself these questions. So once you start putting these things into practice, that is the only surefire way of finally closing the doors on emotional eating. You know, find other ways to to deal with or cope with what you're going through. Because when you're bored, you need to find something else to do. But it doesn't always have to be food. You know, the same applies for when you're angry, when you're upset, or if you're feeling lonely. You need to be able to tackle these issues in a completely different way. And the way that you need to tackle them needs to be in a way that's going to lead to some kind of positive outcome. You know, something that's going to eliminate that problem. Something that's going to shift your mind away from, from how you're feeling. Reaching for foods that you know that you shouldn't be eating is, is not the answer. You know, you're only reinforcing these habits, like I said earlier, which will in turn make it harder for you to get out of. So, hey, listen, it's been really nice having you join me for this episode today. If you feel that this episode or any other episode has helped you in some kind of way, feel free to to let me know by leaving me a voice message. And also, if you feel as though there could be someone out there who would really benefit from listening to this kind of topic, please share it with them. You know, I'd be more than happy for you to to spread the word and, and help others in the same way that I'm trying to help you. So as usual, thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself and I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.